The Cellar Dwellers may contain inappropriate content. Alright, who are we kidding? You and I both know these movies are pretty messed up. But isn't that what you're here for anyway, you filthy animals? Join us in the cellar, and enjoy the show. I was feeling like I needed to have something pulled up, um, but there's little to no information about this film. Yeah. Capital F film. Yeah, you're right. Capital we saw F. it in the theater. Ugh. Uh, film that we are discussing this evening. Don't breathe. Two. Dose. Uh, which uh, we we'll, we'll get into our, our thoughts, of course. Yeah. But I want to start with a question. Just we're the sim- cellar a simple dwellers. Simple question. We we're the cellar dwellers. Thank you, Christian. You're welcome, Colby. Oh, nice. I like when we introduce each other. That's beautiful. That's nice. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. How long do you think you can hold your breath? Ooh, good. Ooh. I understand this question, I think. Uh, realistically, right now, I think I could I could get 45 seconds for sure with maybe a minute, but definitely 45 seconds. I think I'm, I think I'm around the same as yeah. you. I just want to get this out of the way. Kind of like how in our last episode, you complained a lot about Green Knight. Initially, you had a big complaint. I won't repeat it necessarily here what that complaint was, unless you want to, of course. No, I think I think it's best left to that episode. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but there is a similar complaint. Go back and listen. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, my complaint immediately in this movie, don't breathe too. There's a lot of breathing in this movie. A lot of breathing like, in this movie. I would say too much. I would say that uh, this script uh, could have been for a completely different movie uh, with completely different characters. You might almost say it should have been. You might. You (laughs) You might. might, You might actually say that. You might almost say that it has jack shit to do with the first movie and they just don't care. And it is weird. Yeah, it's strange. Okay, let's, let's get into this because... The reason we wanted to see this movie in theaters is because the first one, if you're wondering, called Don't Breathe, uh, that's what the IMDb trivia says. Mm -hmm. So we learned that, and and we're letting you know that as well. Um, It is a surprisingly violent and gross movie. Emphasis on the gross. Yes. uh, It genuinely earned its title. Yeah. It was incredibly suspenseful. Really tense. Yeah, it came out the same year as Green Room, so it was just like back-to-back, like really suspenseful movies in theaters, awesome time. Tell them what it's about. It's about... The premise is cool. So, if you're familiar with our previously covered film, The Evil Dead from 2013, that director, Fetty Alvarez, uh, co-wrote and directed a film called Don't Breathe, and that follows, uh, what is her name, Jane Levy? Jane Levy. Uh, follows Jane Levy's character. She's the lead in the Evil Dead remake as well. Co- follows her character as she is living in a really slummy, down-and-out town with a drug addict mother, a uh, younger sister she's trying to protect, um, a really scummy boyfriend, and the star of 13 Reasons Why who has a crush on her, that that lifeless actor boy. D- yeah, Dylan Minnette. That man. Not a great, not a yeah, great not actor. A, I would go as far to say bad. Sure. Uh, he, so they're, they're the players. Uh, they know this blind man in town is apparently like hoarding some wealth. 
So they're going to break in, think it's going to be easy because he's blind. Oops, it's not easy. He's really strong because he's a Marine and he has spider senses because he's also a superhero. It's a and, little daredevil Yeah, it's very daredevil <laughs> Like in a weird way. But but it's, it's really intense. The first movie I remember being genuinely awesome. We didn't rewatch it. We were initially considering doing a double feature. Just didn't really have time. But... I remember the movie quite well. Let's go ahead and just spoil yeah. the first movie for you. So spoilers for go Don't see Breathe it, 1. first of all. J- okay. I highly recommend Don't Breathe 1. Yes. We will get to whether or not I recommend Don't Breathe 2 shortly, but I do genuinely recommend Don't Breathe. Agreed. Because that's what it's called. There's no one. So you initially are going through Don't Breathe kind of feeling conflicted things because you feel for Jane Levy's character because she needs to get she needs the money to get out of the situation, but you're also like, they're just fucking with this blind man. Yeah. But also, why is he so good at beating the shit out of them and like knowing where they are? Played by Stephen Lang. If Played you, by Stephen Lang. You probably recognize it from Avatar. Avatar and a trillion other things. Uh, he... Uh, they end up in the basement and oops... <laughs> <laughs> Oops, he keeps a woman, woman down there. Woman down there, chained up, and you're like, what the fuck? That reveal in the first movie in theaters was pretty wild. It, quite the twist. I had no idea that was nope. fucking coming. And then, <laughs> see what I did there? Oh, and then uh, <laughs> they reveal further that his daughter died, and the reason the woman is down there chained up is because she's the young, drunk driver that killed his daughter, and he has uh, ejected into a turkey baster, and he is going to get a new daughter. He's going to try to impregnate her with that turkey baster. It's bad news. It's gross. It's graphic. Uh, You see the stuff. What stuff? Uh, The comb. The stuff that wasn't, stuff that we did get to actually see in Green Knight as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You You got actually more of it, I think, in Green Knight. I don't know. That was a, a lot. whole turkey baster? That was a whole rag. Well, now we're getting into semantics. Here. We are getting into semantics. This is not important. Semantics. The important thing is the first Don't Breathe is surprisingly really gross because of that exact reason. Yep. And and you had no idea that shit was coming. No, completely <laughs> unexpected. And the movie was still on top of that. Very intense. Yeah. Really cool because it all takes place in this one house. Uh, so it's super claustrophobic, and the atmosphere is great. And after that reveal, you are now like, oh, blind man's the bad guy. Yeah. Like, this isn't good. Get the fuck out of there. Jane, steal all of his money. Take all of his money. Get out of there. And so they do. She successfully gets out with her little sister. They get a, get on a plane. And then the final shot of the movie, the final shot of Don't Breathe, is the blind man walking through the airport. And then it goes to Britain. Oh, okay. so I was going to ask. I couldn't remember how it ended. That yeah. It sense. says that he uh, was, like, picked up. Like, there was, like, some news footage or whatever, and it was just, like, blind man, uh, intruders, fi- burglars, he killed them, everything's fine, whatever. And then, yeah, I believe it's, like, him in a crowd, and you just see him, like, walking. And it's, like, he's blind. <laughs> Whoa, that's the blind guy. How is he walking? He's Daredevil. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, like, how is he going to find them in public? Like, what the f- fuck? Know. But it just ends that way. And then when did that, when did that, when did the first Don't Breathe come out? 2016. So then five years later. Why? Five <laughs> Why? fucking years later, they felt the need. Fetty Alvarez and team 
Fetty's co-writer is now directing. This is Roto... Uh, I don't know how to pronounce Sayage, it. Sayages. Sayages. I, I'm a terrible... Uh, Person. Puerto Rican, yeah, and <laughs> so, Puerto Rican, yes, you're right. That's what I meant to say. Uh, yeah, so five years later, the blind man is back, and apparently, the blind man's name is Norman Nordstrom. <laughs> now, we don't know why. <laughs> we did okay. We didn't even know that after watching. No, the that's second what movie. I movie. We saw this in in reading the IMDb page after this. Colby said that, and I was like, did they say that in the movie? No. I don't recall them ever saying his name. No, and. God, there's so much about there's this lot. movie, but these kind of movies don't get sequels, first of all. This is no. such a bizarre idea. Which is why I was kind of excited about it, because it does harken back to like a brief time where like the Grindhouse and Schlocky movies of the 70s, like Death Wish and stuff like that, got sequels. Where sure. it's like, dude, your main character is like horrible person like mm-hmm. the most like disgusting terrible person and now they're the main character of this franchise and they're like the guy you're rooting for if uh, only it was like that if only it was like that uh that's what i think they were going for yeah definitely there was an attempt <laughs> at that but like the second that you remember the turkey baster for I, you you never forget that it's seared no, in your you brain. No, you can't not forget that. Mm-mm. So like the entire time, the mo- Okay, the movie does not one time, not one second. Spe- spoilers. Let's get. We're into- in spoiler mode mode right now. Don't breathe to spoilers. Do I think you should see? Don't breathe to no no. Do I think <laughs> you should see? Don't breathe. Yes. So check out Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe 2. What, do what would you rate? Big old. What would you rate Don't Breathe 2? Fart of a dud. Uh, a fart of a dud. Uh, I, uh, one and a half to a two. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I'll give it a two because. Two because well, there was a cut. I, la- I was laughing a good bit just at. Unintentional there laughter. There was some dialogue in this movie that was very fucking funny. Okay. Not intentional. Okay, we are. We've got our, our ratings out of the way. We are 100 percent in spoiler territory. I'll settle on a two. A two is is probably yeah. A two. A two, a two. Is, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's start with the script. As you mentioned, <laughs> the script is bad, too terrible. <laughs> yes. Like the entire time, <laughs> but specifically in the first like third. Of like the setup of this story, but that's even when that's when I was having the most fun with it True, because it is ridiculous. No, so, why are they doing anything? Okay, so I want I want to just so we told you about Don't Breathe One, it's listener, yeah, and how gross and terrible this yeah. this blind man is. Again, he didn't even have a name, not Norman Nordstrom yet. Um, when I googled, he's a murdering rapist. When I googled Don't Breathe Two, this is on Google the. Uh, premise that it gives me is this remember all we told you Mm -hmm. a blind veteran must use his military training to save a young orphan from a group of kidnappers i wish i was kidding (laughs) a blind veteran yeah he's a he's a navy seal i like marine or whatever there is no mention of him even being a killer he mentions it later in the film like the way that they try to redeem this character is so bizarre and like 
on the nose in every possible way. Literally the, so read that plot one more time. A blind veteran must use his military training to save a young orphan from a group of kidnappers. Everything there is wrong. Everything, every piece of that is incorrect. Every piece of that is wrong. Every piece of that is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) So let me, let's, let me, let me rephrase this. Yeah, let's break this down. Okay. Uh, A blind uh, murdering rapist kidnaps. Yes. A little girl. A young orphan. A young orphan that he finds in the middle of the street after a meth lab fire. And he steals her. And then eight years later, her methy dad wants her back because he wants to steal her heart for her methy mom. Who who got her insides all burned up in that same chemical fire. In that fire. same meth fire. And the main reason why they got to save the mom is because she's the cook. No one can make the stuff as good as her. So <laughs> fucking dumb. That is the most succinct, like... That's what it is. ...premise and storyline and plot of any movie that we've ever watched. It and is it, that simple. It's called Don't Breathe 2 because it has Stephen Lang as the blind man in it. But I'm sorry, Stephen Lang as Norman Nordstrom. Norman Nordstrom, get it right. Jesus Show some respect. Christ. That is why it's, it's called Don't Breathe 2. So it's so dumb dumbs like me who are like, the first one was good. There's no way this can be good. We'll go see it to go, yep, it wasn't good. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Told you. It sucked. Okay, I wouldn't go as far as it sucked, but it wasn't good. We've seen worse. We've seen worse. But yeah, it just is. It was bland. Uh, there's nothing to it. It it's it's it's. I explained or I didn't explain. I said uh, right after the movie ended. I think like they made four Insidious movies or something like that. Because <laughs> yeah. we were joking about the, like, is there going to be a stinger in the credits or for the, anything for, for, for a the, third? They got to finish breathe. the trilogy, you know. Because I mean, from what we saw, if there's no fucking stinger, because a movie sh- the movie ends when the credits roll. I shouldn't have to wait for something for the real ending to fucking come. So if something happened at the end, whatever. Don't breathe. Two is done. The franchise is done in my head. It better be because he dies. We see that man die. He does and take bleed a, out. He takes a lot of punishment throughout the movie. <laughs> Being held in the arms of a little girl who very then confidently walks herself right up to an orphanage and goes, Hey, got room for one more? Yeah, what's your name? Phoenix. <laughs> Credits. What? I hated this she movie, goes, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad, dude. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god! Uh, we did laugh throughout this movie. <laughs> yeah, nobody things. else in the theater did. No, not a sing- I did not hear a single peep from anybody else. No thrills, no chills, no laughs, no goofs, no gaffs, nothing. There was some incredible lines throughout this movie. Oh my god, the use of bro in this movie bro. was magnet. Oh, bro. What? Okay, so anytime that guy, that the dude who was like getting the most pain at first, yep. the henchman who just kept getting the shit kicked out of himself. Um, anytime he called the little girl a bitch was really funny because it sounded like he really didn't want to say it. It sounded like he was like, you little bitch. I feel bad about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to call this 12-year-old girl this. Gosh. And the, the, the acting was terrible. The acting was so bad. From, <laughs> like, from every henchman, Stephen Lang was fine. Like, he's obviously the best part of the movie, but... The baster. The turkey the, the baster. The turkey baster. I can't, you can't root for this guy. Oh, my God. Like, who? It, it's, a, it's a movie filled. Like, I didn't even care about the little girl. If you don't root for him, you're, you hate veterans. 
That's what I mean. That's what they tell of. us, more or less. But then they, it's also they make a weird point to be like. Yeah, these meth heads were veterans too, and now they're on meth because the U.S. doesn't like veterans. I guess, yeah, that's what the movie's trying to tell us. It's huh? fucking weird. I don't know. We gotta look out for our veterans, guys. We do. We're doing a bad job. Like I had go going in, I I had low expectations. I have low expectations for everything in my goddamn specifically life. sequels to horror movies. But specifically, <laughs> I mean, especially sequels to horror movies. I have low expectations. Yeah, got to. Uh, I mean, Colby and I had a conversation after the movie outside of this just where essentially determined i'm a one and done i like i like very confined things um i'm fine with a trilogy if it's like planned out and it's like a contained thing uh uh breaking bad is a perfect example of a series ending when it knew it needed to it, it does five seasons. It's very contained. It's this one thing. They they could have made that show go on for fucking ten more years. It's interesting that the point you're making with Breaking Bad because then we get six seasons of Better Call Saul. Yeah, but I didn't watch that. Yeah, but it's like the same universe. Yes. <laughs> the shared universe. Yes. Goes but back to see, our conversation. That does go back to our conversation. But I was less interested in it because sure. I didn't need any more. I yeah. got my fill. So that goes back to But that goes back to the main point of we don't need Don't Breathe Two. But now I think I need Don't Breathe 3 after seeing this. Well, <laughs> That's the math that they're getting me into here. <laughs> if if they, for some godforsaken reason, announce a Don't Breathe 3, we'll cover it. I'll say that. Shit. We'll fucking We're cover it. We're putting it out there. I'll buy your ticket. It's on <laughs> It's on, It's on. on record. I'll, I'll buy your you ticket. Okay. We'll go see Don't Breathe yeah. 3. But the point that I was I, getting at, I think, initially was... Uh, as I did say with the Insidious movies, like they made four of those. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a fifth. How many did you see? All of them. I think I might have seen In all. theaters. Uh, I genuinely love one and two. Uh, and then they take a significant nosedive because, and the same reason Don't Breathe 2 is, James Wan took a backseat and allowed Lee Wanell to do the third one. The third one's still pretty good. It's got some moments... Whatever. The fourth one, straight up trash. And that is because the cinematographer of the series is now the director. And this one, they did the same thing. Yeah. They're just giving their friends, like, a chance, which is awesome. Like, I get it. We can't be mad at that, technically. Can't be mad at it. I totally understand why they're doing it. Yeah. Support your own. But, like, dude. Do better. Do better, <laughs> do man. Better. Like, this is just, this is so... Specifically, like, don't don't make us root for this guy. Like, I'm okay watching another movie with him. Yeah. Make him, like... Make him the bad guy. Make him do bad things. Yeah. Make him, like, which feels weird asking for, yeah. but, like, it makes for a more interesting story where we're not rooting for a guy who's, who puts his own cum in a turkey baster. I can't stop. I see. I can't stop thinking about it, dude. Look what you're doing to me. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, put, he did put his own cum in a turkey baster. In an attempt Wait. to. And then in in the first movie, he makes it a point to be like, I never touched her. I didn't rape her. It's like, no, dude, that is. That's Do, rape. Doesn't he also get that same turkey baster in his mouth? He, oh, he gets end? it slammed into his throat and he goes. That's disgusting. And then you see just like a, to quote the new Suicide Squad, it's like angels are splooging all over us. Because it's literal cum spewing out of his mouth. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, how do you... This movie, if you're him, no cum. If you're him, how do you go on from that? <laughs> like, he, he signs on for another picture. Yeah. That's what he. That's what you do if you're him. You call it a picture. You call it... <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> now this is a picture. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> Don't Breathe too. the best picture of the year. Uh, I'm going to forget about this movie in like 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, like uh, there's so little to it. Let's talk. Okay, let's talk about the things that we did enjoy about it because there's some decent. There's some decent gore effects. The, the the thing that made me angry is that it takes so long to get to any part, anything. Any, anything that is thrilling yeah. or intense because we get so much set up with this uh, orphan girl that he's kidnapped and that it's, what was he's like training name? her. What did he call her? Phoenix. Which I am assuming is Wait, because he did call her that. He named her Phoenix. Oh. When her real name is Tara, we find out find out later. Okay. But he when he when he kidnaps her and he renames her Phoenix, which I am assuming is because he got her from a fire. Yeah, from and that the is ashes. so stupid. I thought she named herself Phoenix at the end. No, he had given her. Okay, yes. so I mean, it's still really fucking dumb. It's so. But stupid. it was for me. <laughs> I genuinely shows how much this movie hooked me. Uh, they he he called her Phoenix in the movie. I think so. Yeah, that didn't register with me once. I mean, we clearly missed out that his whole name is Norman Nordstrom. No, yeah, so one, yeah, clearly we weren't paying attention to names here. Honestly, I couldn't name a single fucking character in this <laughs> no, movie he, other than the child because of the dad going, "Your name is Tara," and I was like, "Okay." And then the last line being Phoenix. <laughs> Call me Phoenix. Call me Phoenix. Hey, got room for one more? I oh <laughs> my. Fucking. That's how you get adopted. You just walk up to an orphanage and you say, hey, got room for one more? Yeah, and then the kid with one of her front teeth pushed halfway back into her mouth goes, yeah, I think there's room. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is how you're ending your movie, your directorial debut, Roto? You should should change your name to Phoenix. It's my middle name. Christian Phoenix Perez. Uh, And my last name. Christian Phoenix Phoenix? (laughs) Yeah, that's my name. CPP? CPP. You want to see PP? <clears throat> no, thanks. That's fine. That's your choice. <laughs> I respect that. Good. Unlike the fucking blind man in this. He does make a declaration. We were we were talking about what we liked about the movie. And we yeah, got we side railed about it. We didn't even say what we liked. <laughs> there's so much we didn't like about this movie. Because there's not enough. So, like, there's some good gore effects, but not really. They're not enough. Like, there's one really good quick one across the face of a guy getting something across the face. I don't even remember what. A shovel. It was the shovel. The okay. the blind man was basically crashed his face in with a shovel. They really a guy got blown up with some electrical wiring and gas and water shit, uh, and they really milked that. Yeah, they kept cutting to that, and I'm like, okay, we get it. He's burnt. You did it. You did it. Congrats. And they just, I think they cut to it like three times. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Like, is this was this your set piece? Was like this the money maker for this movie? Because it like wasn't it. that cool. Yeah, no, they did. They got through with that early. That was like in the first yeah. third of the movie. And yeah, it yeah. was just kind of like, blah. Yeah, I mean, he got blown back pretty hard. I thought the stunt wasn't pretty impressive, but outside of that, I don't know. I don't know. The action like, it was fine. There was some moments of like, pr- like pretty cool brutality. It's just, it's hard to to really like take it seriously because it's like, okay, this is just a blind dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's you have to suspend your disbelief to a yeah. certain extent because, like, at the end, he's like running around through, through smoke, like, just like it's it's it, he's setting it is ridiculous at some point. He set off like bug bombs all over the place toward the end, like, all of them would be choking to death. Yeah, they're fine, all of them. Yeah, they're totally cool. And no, instead, the mo- the plot of this doesn't fucking the, matter. Truly, when you described it in one sentence earlier, yeah. 
that's it. That's the plot. And everything that we say uh, arounding, around that is just filling in like bits and pieces, little details yeah. that also don't fucking matter. My f- can, I, can, I, can I say my favorite part of the movie? Yes. And, and I'm curious because <laughs> I don't know if I have one. <laughs> it is towards the end. Uh, we keep seeing this one henchman who's like, this is messed up, man. Oh, yeah. We get in, <laughs> oh, yeah. We get into we get into like stealing organs and stuff and that's part of Which the story. Which is completely dropped. Like, it doesn't matter. Completely ridiculous. Yeah. Either way, we get this one henchman who's like, what they're doing is messed up, but like, he's still kind of letting it happen and then eventually we get to, they've almost killed the blind man and this one henchman walks up to him with a gun and <laughs> points it at him and we're like, okay, maybe he's gonna, there's gonna be a fight or something. Nope. He says, they're gonna kill her. And that ain't cool with me. And that's it. And then he just lets the blind man go. That that ain't cool. That with me. ain't cool with me. <laughs> like, oh, that's what. It's like, dude, you've been a part of this plan since the beginning. You knew they were going to kill this little girl. She, he helped kidnap her. You helped kidnap her. You're like, you know what, man? That's not cool. It's a real Pontius Pilate move, right there. Oh wait, his you're gonna kill her while she's still alive? That's how you kill somebody. That's how they end up dead. Because the meth mom needs her heart, dude. Weren't you listening? <sighs> Their reasoning, because <clears throat> they more or less said that. What I just said. Yep. You're going to kill her while she's still alive. Which is funny, because that's how someone dies. They can't, they have to be alive to be killed. He, the doctor specifically said, we have to cut her heart out while she's still breathing. While she's still breathing. <laughs> yeah. It, yes. Completely ridiculous line. Which is true. But... She, there was no earthly reason why that little girl needed to be awake. And they were just letting her and the mom be completely conscious for what was about to be a fucking open heart surgery. Transplant. A heart transplant from a child, a like 12 year old child, yeah, I have questions to a about grown, the, meth addled woman. I have questions about the medical accuracy no of this. <laughs> no, no, no. They were completely conscious and aware and having conversations. Yeah. And, and the <laughs> doctor's reasoning was she needs to be breathing for me to cut out her heart. This, this, you're, you're right. This scene has many, many, many great moments. I have so many questions there, about a lot of shit. In this I movie. do too. Yeah. I do too. But this also has an incredible almost line. We see the mom says, Hey, 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 hey oh, daughter, uh, uh, Tara. Her name's Tara. Tara. Uh, and so Tara, like, kind of uh, sleepily looks up at her. And you just see the mom Mel. mouth, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, hey, it, thanks for giving me your heart. I appreciate it. You're going to be dead soon. And it is oh so God. funny. Like, yeah. th- these were the moments where, again, we laughed out loud in yeah. theaters, in the theater alone. And, and there were the, other people in this theater with us. Who were not laughing. Uh, the the henchman who kept saying bro made me yeah. laugh because he said it a lot. And he like, oh, that's my bro. <laughs> Let, oh, that's true. Let's talk about uh, there is kind of a cool moment early on with that same guy because the blind man, when, when they're invading his house, uh, he yeah. glues his mouth and nose shut. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. That's one of the first things we see. And it, that honestly was kind of cool. I wish I we think had if, seen if him had, pour it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But if we had, if that kind of sentiment had continued throughout the movie, it would have been a much more interesting Because that was thing. inventive and interesting. Yes. And because the way that the other henchman gets, <laughs> solves the problem, he, uh, so we walk in and into the garage, he sees his, his friend not able to breathe because he's all glued up shut. And so his solution is he grabs a screwdriver, says, open your jaw, and then 
pokes a hole in his cheek so that he can breathe. It's pretty gnarly. It is very gnarly. And then his this is his brother. Like they're both henchmen, but they're the, brothers. The bro. Bro. The guy who got his mouth glued is the bro guy. Yeah. Uh, he then grabs like a box cutter and cuts the glue on his lips so his mouth can open. And I'm just like, you could have just done that to begin with. Yeah. Instead, you're laying there on the ground going, oh my, it's, there's so many questions. Nothing makes sense. All the character motivation is insane. So the, we're, we're supposed to believe that this doctor that we saw on the news in that very brief, very apparent, pay attention to this news clip. Exposition, exposition, exposition. Yeah. Uh, that this doctor has been running rampant around town, stealing people's organs, all in an attempt to get this perfect, amazing, the only person who can cook meth. Gotta get her a new heart to the point that we're gonna track down my my daughter, this meth head, is going to be able to track down his daughter after he was in jail for eight years. Yeah, I guess he just recently got out. Just now that we're thinking got about out. it. Recently got out. All of a sudden, his wife, who I guess was not in jail, but was still cooking meth, has a bunk heart. And now, okay, we're going to track down this this little girl. Who was kidnapped for eight years. Who was kidnapped for eight years, and they would literally have no fucking idea where she is. They track her down to the blind man, and... So they're able to track her that way, but then not know that this blind man is a fucking Marine? None of it makes any sense. No. You're right. The motivations, absolutely, there's no logic. No. It literally, like, it feels like they sat down and just just ran with the thought and didn't ask any questions. No. Yeah. No, they're just no like, questions asked. They're just like, all right, so the blind man, he finally has a daughter. That's pretty tight. What? How did he get that daughter? I don't know. He found her. He found her. He just found her in the street, I guess. Oh, no, he found her in the street. Like, it, but no, get this. Her parents are meth heads. And they died in a fire. Well, wait, no. They should still be alive and then come to get her later. Because the mom, she needs a new heart. But you don't find that out until later in that she's going to take the daughter's heart. Yeah. But she's got to get the heart while the daughter's still breathing so it's fresh. Yeah, so like we can have a really cool scene where they're on the operating table and the daughter's like awake with her heart getting taken out because you have to be awake to breathe. Is it that easy to write a movie? Apparently. Wow. Apparent fucking huh. That's really all there is. You see a guy get We've a, been rambling. Get, yeah, but, what else is there to do? But, but you're right. Like we also we also contained this until we got on the mic. True. So we're Cuz I wanted to walk out being like damn that the, wasn't very good. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, like what the fuck, man? Like that was that was not very good. Thankfully it was it was just a little over an hour and a half. It felt like I, a solid I, 2. I appreciate the shortness. Appreciate the shortness. It felt longer. Yes. Um I no, I don't recommend it. I own the first one, and honestly, this one made me less interested in rewatching the first one. Though I'm sure I will rewatch it and be like, "Oh, thank God, it's so much better." It does kind of tarnish the reputation a little it's bit. It's not. Though. This is not good because Fetty Alvarez also wrote this. He yeah, co-wrote this. I he's he's making me nervous because he uh, hasn't done a lot of great shit since The Evil Dead. So he hasn't really directed anything. Let's talk about what he's doing next, though. But he's, I just looked it up, and he's only producing it. Oh. So that's why I'm now nervous. That is interesting. So directorially, uh, feature films, he's done um, a Spanish film, 
two Spanish films. Um, one I can't pronounce, and the other one's called Panic Attack. And then he did The Evil Dead, which was his first English language. And then he did Don't Breathe. And then he did the ill-fated The Girl in the Spider's Web, the reboot trying to kick off that new trilogy of the Stieg Larsson novels. Did you see that? No, and he kind of made statements of being like studio interference that's not really my movie. So Mm. I was like, whatever, cool. I'll kind of just write that off. Um, And then he, I guess, has some Apple TV Plus series that he's doing. Oh, interesting. uh, Called Calls. Um, but the biggest thing, and I was so excited because I thought he was directing it, but I guess he's just producing, is a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, which if Evil Dead is any evidence, like it could be a really interesting take, I guess. Who is directing it? I can't find the project now. Oh, no. I'm looking under, because I read about it uh, this week on, um, oh, there it is, okay on imdb or not imdb on bloody disgusting and it's looking oh i just found it it's directed by someone who's only done one other movie hmm. i don't feel great about that maybe i don't feel great about that because like but you're also more invested in like texas chainsaw stuff than i am well texas i i really love the first texas chainsaw massacre and again as we just discussed, I'm not a big franchise person. The closest I get to franchises is horror movies. Yeah. Um, of which there are many franchises. There are, and that's kind of probably why I don't like franchises, is because growing up, I just assumed oh, it's a Halloween movie. It must be good. I love Halloween, so I'm going to go see this. Mm. And it just was not good. You just got disappointed at an over early age. And over <laughs> and over and over and over again. So while I'll still see a lot of this stuff, at a certain point, I do end up jumping ship. I jump ship on shit pretty early because I'm like, okay, I can just watch something else. So Texas Chainsaw, I've now seen them all. And there's genuinely one good one. <laughs> the first one? The first one. <laughs> uh, others have merit. But, like, genuinely, uh, the first one is just this nasty fucking little movie. Uh, the second one is just wild and insane, and I appreciate it because it's Toby Hooper who yeah. did the first one, essentially saying fuck it and making a comedy instead of a horror movie, and I really appreciate that. Third one's an absolute goddamn train wreck of a mess. The fourth one's fascinating just because it's the one that's got um, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey That's in a it. weird one. It's weird. It's not good no. at all. The first remake with Jessica Biel, I remember enjoying, but I would need to rewatch it. Um but I remember enjoying because it, it came out when I was like 14. So, of course, I enjoyed it. Uh, you enjoyed everything when you were 14. I, enjoyed, I did. I saw the movie movies. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I saw all like all of those. Yeah. Bad news. Then they did Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. Not very good. Uh, and then the fucking folks who did Inside made Leatherface. It was just called Leatherface. Oh, I didn't know that was them. It's bad. It's not good. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, I've seen two of them. The first and the fourth one. The one with McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. Interesting that <laughs> so you've seen weird. that one. Yeah. I mean, Leatherface is hardly I think in it, was, it. I think it was free uh, on on-demand one, one day. That's how I saw it, and, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think we probably That's watched it the same way. <laughs> uh, 
It's yeah, it's it's not good. Uh, the first one is a stinky little nasty little yeah. movie. It's great. All, um, all of this to say that we hope that the new one can be good, even though Fetty Alvarez Fetty. is just producing it. Um, we'll see though. I don't know, man. It doesn't say that he's got really anything in. Like it says that he's got a bunch of stuff in the works directorially, yeah. but who knows if any of that's like genuinely coming down the pipe? Like as we said in our Evil Dead review, it's awesome. So like. It, Watch that and watch the first Don't Breathe and then watch You'll enjoy Green them. Room yeah. and I don't True. know. Watch the original Death Wish. Don't watch the remake with Bruce Willis. Uh, yeah, never watch the... Isn't that directed by Eli, Eli Roth, fucking Roth? Our enemy? Yeah, we How dare you even bring up a movie by that guy? An argument got made on Twitter recently that made my blood boil in a good way because I was like, you're right. Like I was like, oh, we got, we got so fucked. Just imagine... How iconic it would be today to be able to look back at Inglorious Bastards and when there's the scene where the soldier, the Nazi, is sitting in front of that tunnel, if Adam Sandler had walked out with that baseball bat as he was supposed to, instead of Eli fucking Roth being the <laughs> yeah, bear Jew. That, uh, that would have been an incredible... And I was like, you're right! Like, oh, it would have been so much better I if wish fucking I didn't, Adam Sandler I wish I didn't that. know Me that too. that was an option. He, but he chose funny people instead, which I'm, I like that movie. I do, but... Inglorious is such a good movie. Uh, and uh, unfortunately... I mean, it still is. Eli Roth is kind of great. He's actually pretty good. As that man. character. Yeah. I get it. That's but fine. it would have been iconic. But... Ugh. So we close. hate we hate him as a director. We just hate him as a man. <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll fight you two on one. Oh, I think he could hit. I, I think he hits. He seems scrapper. He I, could hurt me. He looks kind of buff. He lifts. He's I, swole. I lift sometimes. He's got he's got that frat boy strength where he's drank enough. He's got drunk. Strength. He's got drunk strength. Yeah, I'm a lightweight. Yeah, I am. I am as well. Yeah. Now. So yeah. Damn, he kick our asses. Eli Roth could kick her ass. We'll still fight you, though. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Fuck you, Eli Roth. Fuck you, Eli Roth. We're, we're half joking and really not. I, re- I You make trash movies. And we will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've veered off course from Don't Breathe 2. Because there's not much to talk about with Don't Breathe 2. But I'm glad it, it, it ventured into our true uh, feud with, with our That's the whole reason enemy, for this podcast. Eli Roth, yeah. Uh, we're really working up to a, to a moment. And that moment is when we fight Eli Roth. And get that moment is when we finally cover a house with a clock in its walls. That's that's gonna be for our thousandth episode. Our <laughs> thousandth. Yeah. Pu- I'll put it out there right now. We're gonna have for our thousandth episode. We'll do the Eli Roth discogra- discography, filmography. <laughs> we'll watch all of them for one mega episode. Oh god! All right, yeah. Be, be here for it. I think I've actually seen. I may have actually seen everything that let's Eli not, Roth has not, directed. Let's not go. Through I, this we right don't need now. to go through it right now. I'm just curious for myself. <laughs> at a certain point, just maybe need to get it queued up a little bit. We don't look need at to, it a little we bit don't need later. To talk about it, man. No, we don't need to talk about it. But uh, I, I've unfortunately seen a lot of what Eli Roth directed because getting into horror when you're younger, and he's, I don't know, he loves horror. Fucking Cabin Fever came out in 2002. I was 10. When that came out. Of course, seeing the trailers for that, I was interested. Fucking Hostel came out when I was 13, 14. Like, come on. Hostel sucks. Hostel does. Okay, we're getting down that rabbit hole. Fuck you. Fuck you, that Roth. Do you got a palate cleanser? What have you been doing this week? I've been watching Britney play a a new game on her Switch while I I read or like try to write or something. Uh, It's called Ori in the Blind Forest. It is uh, pretty fun. 
Like it, it looks very difficult. And uh, I've watched like Cuphead. I've watched a different kind of game, but difficult as well. Like, yeah, uh, trial and error type stuff. Uh, And I've watched Britney die hundreds of times. Uh And so, but when she does get past a point, it's very satisfying. And so I'm happy for her when she does. (laughs) That's nice. but yeah, I've enjoyed watching her do that, and because I, I like video games, but yeah. I'm not gonna play everyone, and so the ones that I don't get to play, I'm excited to to watch somebody else do it. And I don't really watch Let's Plays on YouTube. I, no, I don't. Watch I like to watch them live. I I can sit on the couch, oops, while somebody else is playing a video game, Same. and be fine while somebody's playing the game. Like it doesn't. I can do something on my phone, do something else. It doesn't bother me. But I've I don't I don't do Let's Plays either because yeah. I'm like I don't need and watch you do this mm-hmm. i understand the commentary aspect like then i would just listen to a commentary track i don't need to watch you doing it you know what i mean do you have any palate cleansers i i just want to say i have been working i've been working a couple shows lately working at a local venue uh running door and i just want to say y'all please get your fucking vaccine and please wear a mask that's our palate cleansers because get a ma- get a vaccine, get a vaccine, a and wear a mask. Because uh, I would like to uh, keep doing this, and it's getting kind of disheartening seeing how many of you motherfuckers are uh, getting all snubby about not wearing masks. And That's my palate an- cleanser. Another, I'll add a quick uh, note to that, and then we'll 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 stop ranting or whatever, and we'll announce our next film in the Cronenberg series because we just started with the Brood. You, yeah, our last episode would have been yep. the Brood. Um, to Christian's point. If people don't get vaccinated, movies are going to get delayed again. Yeah. They're already starting. It's to already get delayed, happening. and so we're not going to be able to go see these movies in theater. Yep. So you're going to fuck it up for all of us. And so we're going to have to, yeah, we're going to have to go back to just only seeing each other and no other friends, and only doing the podcast. Which you know what was a lifeline during the fucking pandemic we're for gonna, sure. Listen, this is a warning to all of you. If we don't get to go see these movies in theaters, we're going to watch the grossest. Oh. Most disgusting movies <laughs> and make you hear us say these gross We're gonna words. We're going to get Ian back on the show. Yes. We're going to have him get the most depraved shit from Videodrome stat. And so that is my warning to you. If you don't get vaccinated, we're going to talk about some gross stuff. <laughs> and y'all ain't going to be no happy no more. I mean, we're also not going to be happy either no, we're gonna about be it. Upset. We're going to be pretty Slaughtered Vomit it. Dolls Ugh. by Lucifer Valentine 666. We'll watch all the August Underground movies. It'll be great. I already don't like this warning, but but you've been warned. You've been warned. And with that, we should announce film number two in our ongoing Cronenberg series. We uh, started, as I said, and as you all heard last week or last time, with The Brood from 1979. So while that's still at the tail end of the 70s, uh, it counts as a 70s Cronenberg. And we are jumping to 1986's The Classic, arguably... What he's known for? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, The Fly. This is going to be kind of a gush, but I'm very excited to rewatch this and discuss. And we will have a pal on who you will uh, get to get to meet. We'll announce it. We'll announce it during during this week. Exactly. Be on the lookout on our socials for this. For sure. Um, For sure. We'll we will hold our gush. Yes. You might even say we'll edge. (laughs) I mean, we have a content warning now, so I can say whatever you can say whatever you want. Yeah, so uh, I would say I would say the edging should be saved for after the fly, for the film that would follow the fly. 
Fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll get that reference. Cronenberg's a nasty boy, He's so gross. it could be a number of films. Yeah, true. Yeah. He's a dirty boy. So that's what we got for y'all. We appreciate you sticking around, listening. Uh, Thanks for listening to us rant about Don't Breathe Too. Yeah, you don't need to see it. Was that thunder? I think so. Wow, big bumps. That's a good That's a good, uh, good way to go out. Yeah, that's God telling us to wrap this shit up. Uh, yeah, God's our producer. He is. Producer, He's all of our producers. Producer God, thank you. Hey, thank you. Wicka, wicka. Amen. Can you can you bleep out all the swears this time, please? My mom's getting upset. Yeah, sorry for all the mentions of come. Yeah, goddamn. Oops. <laughs> Bye. Oops. Thanks for listening, guys. Later. Bye. What up, you freaks? It's Christian, better known as C-Man. If you like what you hear and want to dig deeper, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dwellers Podcast, Instagram at Cellar Dwellers Podcast, Letterboxd at Cellar Dwellers, and of course, our email, CellarDwellersPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you freaks want to hear more of. The goo, the gore, the milk. Let us know. Come dwell. There's plenty of room in the cellar.